Anyway, awesomeness. I'm excited for tonight. God is going to show up. It's amazing, and it's going to be fire. It's going to be awesome. We have some vintage elevators in the house. I won't punch you out, but you know who you are. Amen. Uh, so I'm going to have a special guest come up tonight for this sermon series that we're, we're actually, yeah, we're, we're opening, we're going to have a sermon series for this month of November. It's going to be called Set the Example. It's going to be based off of a scripture in the Bible, 1 Timothy 4.12. And uh, today we're going to be talking about speech, the person who's going to bring the fire, the Holy Ghost judgment, wrath of God. Be ready, guys. It's going to be crazy. Joby, come up. Joby, the man of fire, the weeping prophet. He's already weeping. <laughs> amen. So he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna take it over. Um, amen. So get ready, y'all. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Elevate. Elevate. All right, that's what's up, dude. There's a lot of people here today. Oh my! I'm sorry, I got a little too excited. I haven't seen it in a while. Hey. So uh, real quick. I want, can you put that uh, scripture up real quick? The first one, 1 Timothy 4.12, that's going to be, we're going to be diving nose deep into this passage for like the next, what, like four weeks? Four weeks, I think. All right, but real quick, everybody, let's do something. Let's pray. All right, so bow your heads, close your eyes, think about Jesus, how awesome he is. You ain't, you ain't bowing, you want to bow your head real quick? No, okay, you can do that if you want. All right, Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, just the ability to live for you, God, to worship you, to have a purpose in you, Lord. I thank you, God, for creating us, Lord. You created us perfectly, Lord. And, and when we sinned against you, Lord, you had grace on us and you forgave us, Lord. I pray that we would live and speak and just operate in this life with that knowledge that you forgave us when we did not deserve it, Lord. I pray that I would step aside and have you, let you have your way, God. Lord, I pray, Jesus, that everyone here would uh, be open to the word, open to what the Spirit is saying, Lord, that if they are convicted, God, they would repent and turn to you and be forgiven of their sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, real quick, does anyone have a Bible? Because I'll, I'll have patience. Does anybody have a Bible? Raise your hand. All right. Wait. Oh, all right. I can wait for you. Oh, you got a Bible too? Okay. I'm kidding. That's Jackie. She goes to the same school as I do. All right, so... 1 Timothy 4.12, y'all can turn to that real quick, or you want, you can just look up here. It's really big, right behind me. So 1 Timothy 4.12, uh, if you're there, say aye, aye, captain. For sure. So all right. <laughs> yes, you can. I got a mic. So don't let anyone look down on you, all right? So who can't look down on you? Nobody. Ain't anyone going to look down on you because you are what? Young. How many people are young in here? I'm young. I'm 20. I'm 21, no savage, you feel me? Set an example for the believers in what you say and how you live, okay? What does that say? Set an example. That is literally what we're going to be talking about for a month. An example for the believers and what you say and how you live. Also set an example of how you love and what you believe. Show the believers how to be pure. In some translations, uh, which mine is different, of course, than that one. In some translations, it talks about just showing people what a believer looks like, right? So real quick, we're talking about examples. And today, I'm going to be, I'm blessed to talk about speech. It's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm talking. I'm saying words. Some of you aren't listening. Some of you are hearing like Charlie Brown stuff, like that kind of stuff. But I'm saying words. And you say words all the time, right? I mean, 
Some of you guys are laughing sometimes. So the, the thing is, why do we need to set an example of speech? Why is that important? Think about that. Why is this in the Bible? Well, it's, it's really simple, right? Speech is very important. Everybody does speak. I mean, even people that are mute have a certain language. It's called sign language. So there's, there's, a, there's a word there as well. But speech is very important. If you think about it, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Hitler. Ever heard of Hitler? Right? This dude has some of the, like people talked about, he was a horrible guy, right? But he was one of the most powerful speakers of all time. Everybody heard of Martin Luther King? On the flip side, right? He was a good dude, right? He was a powerful speaker and people were motivated, right? Just by his words. Just by his words. And even this, okay, in our personal lives, right? You don't have to be some crazy speaker. But when you people encourage you, people say good things about you, like, like, man, dude, that's a nice haircut. Man, those are some nice shoes. Man, you're looking good today, right? You're like, oh, snap, thank you. I appreciate that, right? You get a little happy, right? But then on the flip side, again, if someone talks down on you, says, man, dude, you ugly, bro. You your daddy's son, something like that, right? What does that song go? You kind of feel bad, right? Some people feel so bad they commit suicide just by words. Let that sink in. So those were like worldly reasons why speech is important. But here's another reason. In Psalm 33, 9, you don't have to turn to that. It says, for when he spoke, who's he? God. When God spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. Speech is so important, God used it to create the world and everything in existence. That is how important speech is to God, that he used speech. If you can uh, go to the Proverbs one, right? So by saying that, right? Our words have power. Think about that. Our words have power. In Proverbs 18.21, it says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So you can speak, according to this passage, you can speak life or death over someone. Literally. Literally, you can speak life or death over someone. Like I gave the example with suicide. People commit suicide usually not because, you know, they're, they're about to, like, do a kamikaze thing or whatever for a good task, you know, or what they think is good. People commit suicide usually because, dude, someone made them feel bad. Their parents talk down on them all, all day when they got home. At school, they don't get no love. People literally feel the death of, of, of people's words every day at your school, every day at your school. Then, you know, it has life. Uh, there's a three-letter word that a lot of people like to hear, man, when someone that you, you feel the same way says it. I love you, right? I love you, bro. So when someone says, I love you, that makes you feel some type of way. You're like, dang, this person loves me. This person admires me. This person has a lot of feelings for me, you know? And that's, that's something that you think about really affects you. Some people never hear that. Some people hear, never hear those three words, I love you. Some people hear it, but they know it's fake. You know, I remember in high school, people always said, I love you, I love you, right? But then all of a sudden, when it came, when push came to shove, they weren't even there for you, right? So some people lie. So those, right here in this verse, it says, those who love to talk will eat its fruit. What that basically means, like, people that like to talk a lot, you know what I'm saying? They're going to reap the consequences. They're going to face, basically, whatever, whatever the things they said, they're going to face the consequences for it. If you talk so much, right? How many people here talk a lot? Raise your hand. Y'all got, y'all talk a lot. Okay. All right, cool. I can raise my hand. I like to talk sometimes too. So, so we all like to talk. Here's the thing. What you say 
it's gonna, it's gonna affect you, okay? If you're constantly talking and let's say you threaten some dude, you're like, man, I, like a lot of people, they like to talk stuff online, right? I remember in Facebook and in high school, people would always talk online. They would say so much stuff, they'd leave like 10 comments, right? But then when they saw the person they were talking to and they do came up to them, they were scared. They weren't ready to reap the consequences. They weren't ready to eat the fruit of their speech. And then sometimes you like to say a lot of good things. You're like, hey, man, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Well, best believe if you're trying to be a good person, you're saying you're a good person, people are going to rely on you to be a good person, right? So that's another thing, your speech, right? There's consequences to it. What you say, it does affect not only people, but it affects what happens to you. So I want to ask you guys this. Think real quick, you know, just think about it. Have you been speaking life or have you been speaking death to yourself, right? Sometimes we speak death over ourselves. We look in the mirror and we're like, man, who could ever love you? We look, in, we look at ourselves and we're like, dang, man, I look back. It's all these negative thoughts that come out through our, through our mouths about ourselves. And we get depressed and we talk ourselves into a slum. We're like, man, my situation sucks, man. This school sucks. This, everyone sucks. You, you, you literally just go down the line of how many people you hate at school. Like, man, I don't mess with him. He's a lame. You know? And, and you, you end up hating yourself. You end up hating people just simply because of what you say. But on the flip side, on the good side, is you can speak life into that. If you are feeling depressed, right, you have the power through your tongue because God created you in his image to speak life. Speak, speak life over yourself. Speak life over your school, all right? So have you been speaking life or have you been speaking death? Uh, Matt, uh, not Matthew. Um, Hebrews 3, 12, 13. 3, 13, yeah. So. Now here's the thing, right? As Christians, I don't know how many of you are Christians, just uh, shout, Jesus is good if you're a Christian. All right, decent. So, so a lot of y'all, I don't even heard. Someone said something weird. But so... Jesus, so yeah, Jesus, Lord, you guys are Christians, right? A lot of you guys don't know this, but there's a certain way we have to speak as Christians. Can anyone uh, just, just act like, just say who we need to speak like? Jesus, right? Like Christ. It's like plain and simple. But I mean, I don't know if y'all read your Bibles, so I don't know if you know how Jesus speaks or not. So Jesus, when he spoke, he spoke in grace and truth. What does that mean? Jesus was forgiving. Jesus was gentle. Jesus was loving. Jesus didn't go around and start roasting people like Peter, right? Peter was like, man, dude, they can't kill you, Lord. And he's like, man, are you stupid, bro? They're going to kill me. I don't know why I created you, bro. What the heck? Get back. Get back to fishing, bro. What the heck? You ain't got no reason to be here. Jesus didn't start doing that. He loved him, Peter. He rebuked him. He said, Satan, get behind me. But then he gave him a chance to redeem himself. He was graceful. And then he spoke the truth. Jesus said, Jesus literally said this. He was so real. He said, I speak the truth. That's why y'all want to kill me. Literally, people wanted to kill Jesus because he spoke the truth. And a lot of you guys, you guys claim to be real, but then you guys are saying, I'm so real. I hurt people. I hurt people's feelings. A lot of times, I'm not going to lie, you guys don't have to be that real. And then when you are being truthful, you guys aren't gentle. And like, uh, I think, I'm not going to get too much into it, but Lawrence was talking about a few weeks ago about being gentle, Right? You can speak the truth in gentleness and grace, right? Let's say someone's in sin, and you know them, and you love them, right? What would Jesus say in that moment? Would he say, man, you're going to hell, bro. Just keep sinning. There ain't no hope for you. You're already stuck who you are. If he saw the neighborhood that you live in, would he say, man, this place is going to hell. Forget it. They don't need to hear no life. They don't, hear, they don't need to hear the gospel. No, man. Be like Christ. 
preach to your friend. Teach your friend about the Bible. Encourage him. Tell him there's hope for you. Tell him there's hope for you. Be like Christ in your speech. This verse says right here, but encourage one another daily as long as it's called today. But what? But in, what does it say? But what? Encourage, right? Encourage. And, and, and right before that, see, see to it, brothers, like kind of like what I was talking about, see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. And then it says, but what? Encourage. Say it louder. Say it louder. Encourage, right? One another what? Daily. What's daily? Every day. Every day. Why? As, as long as it's called today, why? So that none of you may be hardened by sinful, sin's deceitfulness. You see, there, listen, there's, there's someone else speaking to you guys right now, and it's Satan. Right now, as God is trying to get a holdy, uh, hold of some of you, Satan's speaking to you. He's like, man, forget this dude. He don't know what he's talking about. What he's saying is a bunch of crap. If he doesn't know you, you can feel this way. He's stupid anyway. He rebuked me last week. Don't listen to him. And then he's saying, listen, you, you, you can't do what he's saying. You're not perfect. Ain't nobody perfect, dude. What he's saying is for good people. Literally, some of you guys are facing those thoughts right now. But understand this. That is not God. See, what God is saying right now is encourage other people because, dude, you don't even know tomorrow's promise. You see, as Christians, we know that tomorrow's not promised, but eternity can be. Think about that. Tomorrow will not be promised, but eternity can be promised for you. That means, dude, you don't got no assurance of tomorrow, the next second, the next minute. And all this time you've been saying all this stuff like you got your whole life to live. Like you can make it up, like you can right your wrongs, but you can't. The last thing you spoke to someone will be the last, time, last thing you said to someone when you die. Think about that. When you die, you have to deal with everything you said. And guess what? You're going to give account to a holy God of what you said. Whether you can try to justify, oh, I was just playing around. Oh, I was just messing around. I didn't mean it, dude. It wasn't that bad. And God's still going to give you account for it. He's a righteous judge. He can judge you how he pleases. And if you, if you are guilty of just straight speaking blasphemy against God, pride against God, dude, what do you think is going to happen? You think God's going to be like, well, man, you know what? Dude, you cursed out someone every day at least 100 times. You lied at least every day. You're a liar. You're a blasphemer. You slandered everyone. But you know what? You did it because you're young, so, I mean, it's okay. No, man, set an example even though you're young and how you speak. You go to the next verse. And this is good for you. What, listen, this is, pay attention to this. What we say reveals to us, shows us who we are. This is Jesus speaking, right? Now, his, his, he was, in, in this context, there's a lot of religious people, right? They like to look good in front of people. They like to look good in front of people. And they're saying, well, man, as long as we don't eat certain foods, as long as we're, we're not dirty people, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're good. We're righteous before God. And a lot of you can be like that. Well, dude, you know, I dress good. I, I mean, I have decent grades. I'm a good person. I'm a decent person. But let, let's talk to Jesus, man. Let's see, let's, let's see if that adds up. So this is what Jesus is saying. Are you still so dull? He's talking to his disciples. Jesus asked them, and dull means like, are you still so like naive, ignorant? Jesus asked them, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach, then out the body, speaking about food, 
basically that doesn't do anything to you. But the thing that comes out of a person's mouth comes from the heart, and these defile them. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands do not defile them. You see, the problem is not essentially what you say. Because as I'm speaking, you guys are like, man, I'm, gonna start, I'm just going to start saying things nice and I'll be good with Jesus. But dude, the reason why you're speaking so bad is because you have a nasty heart. You are sinful, you are wicked, and therefore you're just saying what you're full of. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So out of you being full of so much wickedness and disgust and evil, you're going to speak it. So if you're constantly cursing, if you're constantly talking bad about people behind their back, if you're constantly putting people down, if you're constantly lying, if you're constantly blaspheming God, you know what's really the reason behind that? It's your heart. You need a new heart. Don't be religious. Don't be like, at least I'll just, I'll just start talking like a Christian. Talking like a Christian won't help you. Talking like a Christian won't help you. It won't save you. It won't do a thing. We call that here church and knees. You're just speaking like you hear people speaking to church. But then as soon as you get to your school, as soon as you get to your crib, man, you're a gossiper. You're like, man, dude, this guy right here is a lame, bro. This guy right here, man, look at his shoes. Look at how he dresses. Look at his hairline. Look at who he is, right? I mean, literally, that's what we say, right? And then what about this? What about this for some of you girls, right? Oh, nah, man. You know, you, you'll, you'll give a girl a hug. I've seen it all the time. You'll give a girl a hug. Man, you might even, you know, kiss her on the cheek or whatever, but as soon as she turns around, right, like, man, I hate her. I hate that girl, man. She is so loud and annoying. She talks so much. She thinks she's so good. And you know what that's just saying? We're laughing about it because we know it's true. That's just saying you're wicked. You're evil. And you know what you need? You need a new heart. And here's the thing. When you, when you, when you figure out what's in your heart, right, and you, you try to, you know, get around it, like, you know, I'll just, I'll just be cool here, right? I'll just be good in this place. What we do is we mask it. We try to clean the outside. Jesus constantly talked to people like this, that they try to cover themselves with religion. They're like, man, dude, you know, it, it would kind of be like this. You know, I'll just go to church on Friday. I'll go to church on Sunday. It makes me feel kind of decent. So that means I'm, I'm a, I'm a kind of good person. I must be a Christian. I must be a Christian. But when you're away from the church, man, it's, it's turn-off time. It's like, listen, I don't even know who God is. I don't even know who Jesus is. Dude, because you don't know who Jesus is, plain and simple, if you need the church every Friday just to know what it's like to be a Christian, just to know what it's like to speak like Christ, then you don't know God. You don't know God. What you say reflects who you are, and who you are reflects who you know. If you are like Christ, you will speak like Christ. It's plain and simple. If you are like Satan, guess what? You're going to speak like Satan. How does Satan, how does Satan speak? Now, I didn't speak like, huh? He, he spoke lies. Who said that? You deserve a cookie. I don't know if you'll get one, though. You got to talk to Stephanie or Ashley. But you just, you, listen, as Satan, he speaks lies. Dude, Jesus told the religious people I'm talking about, you're just like your father. You've been lying and sinning since the beginning. 
And it's not just, it's not just cursing. Some of you guys are like, oh, I don't curse. But how many times do you lie? How many times do you gossip like I was talking about? And do you guys know what slander is? That's when you talk bad about people. When you put their, when you put their name down. And do I hear that so much, dude. I hear that so much from you guys. And I, sometimes I have to catch myself, make sure I'm not doing that. That's why you'll find out that you have to watch yourself and how you speak. Because you have to know who you're following. Encourage one another daily. Think about that, okay? Every day there's a chance to preach the gospel to someone that does not know Jesus. See, the reason why your schools suck is because you're so busy being just like them, speaking just like them. The reason why your parents aren't saved, the reason why your family's not saved, the reason why, you know, your friends don't know if Jesus is real or not, don't know if you're a Christian or not, is because you're just like them. You speak just like them. You know how, you, I don't know if you've ever gone to the grocery store, right? And they, pulled up, they hold up a, a dollar bill and they, they hold it to the, the, to the light to see if it's real. Well, here's the thing. People can do the same thing with you. A lot of people heard about Jesus. You know what they heard about Jesus? He's perfect, right? So they know what perfection is. They know what, they're, they know what they're hearing about. So when they look at you and they see that you fall short, they're like, he's not Christian. He's not like Jesus. And they don't even know who Jesus is now. Think about this right now. What was the last thing you said to someone that's not Christian? Think about that. Because if they died right now, you would have to live with that. If you died as well, you would have to live with that. That you didn't talk to them about Jesus. You didn't encourage them. Instead, you know what you did? You joined with everyone else. The person who was lonely by himself, herself, you know what you did? You joined in on the fun. You said, oh, man, look at it. They're a lame. They're a loner. They're, they're an outsider. They're not cool like us. They're not, they don't smoke. They don't do this. But you're supposed to be a Christian. You're supposed to be like Jesus. But your heart is saying otherwise. You're just like Satan, your father. You're lying. You're saying, man, Jesus, I love you. Then the minute you leave this church, the minute you go home, you watch porn. You're lying to Jesus. The minute you leave this church, you act just like your friends who don't know God. You gossip. Think about this. Think about this. I want you, because I see you guys every week. People here, people there, you guys are all the same every week. There ain't nothing different. If I had to say who you were, if it was up to me, and thank God it's not up to me, and I had to decide, who, like, oh, who's a Christian, who's not? Man, dude, I'm not even joking. A lot of you guys, I wouldn't even say you're a Christian. I wouldn't even say you're a Christian. That's a, that's a, that's a deal right there, because if I was an unbeliever, I wouldn't know, and I'm depressed, and I'm angry, I'm going to hell, I wouldn't come to you. Think about this. Be the lights. Speak life. And to the people around you. If you can do uh, the next verse. So, you know, in, in summary, basically, our words, we have power. We have the ability to speak life or death into people, right? And what we say shows who we are. And as Christians, there's a certain way to speak, Okay? And this verse right here, this is for the people that I kind of target on a little bit. This is something that you should say. If you've never said this before, if you declare with your mouth 
Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And can I, could I have Daryl come up to the keys? Think about that. Listen, with your mouth, you could give your life to Jesus. You could say, God, forgive me of my sins. I see that I've done wrong. I see that I speak nothing but death over people, over myself. I mean, think about this. Jesus has given you the ability, so easy, just to speak, to ask God for forgiveness, to declare that he is Lord and believe it in your heart. Remember what I said, if you believe it and you say it with your mouth, you believe in your heart, it says in the Bible you'll be saved. There's testimony to that right now. That's true. Think about that right now. I mean, dude, a lot of you guys, right when you leave, you're just going to curse up a storm right after that. Every time we come in the back, all I hear you guys is cursing right after. In the van, all I hear is you guys curse. After that, you guys are going to lie. You're going to roast each other. You're going to steal. This is not going to affect you because guess what? You're wicked and you're evil. If you are not receiving this right now, dude, let's accept it for what it is. There's something in your heart. It's called wickedness. It's called evil. It's called you're just listening to whatever Satan tells you. But there's hope for you if you just listen to Jesus. If you listen to him, you believe what he said in his heart and declare him as Lord. To declare Jesus as Lord, right, is to profess him to say, Jesus, you own everything about me. You are my Lord. You say what I should do. You say what I should say. That is what it means to have Jesus as Lord. That is the only way to be Christian. Only way. If you thought you could come here Friday and you could be decent, because you're wrong. You're dead wrong. And I have to tell you that that's not the truth. Jesus straight look you in the eyes and say, listen, coming to Elevate does not make you holy. Not coming to Elevate doesn't make you holy. It's what's in your heart that makes you unholy. That's what, come, that's, that's what makes you sinful. So if you've been speaking death, if you've been speaking just wickedness and lies, kind of like what I, I can go through the list right now. This is, this is what Jesus listed. This, is God, this isn't me nagging or anything, but this is what Jesus said. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts. How many of you guys have evil thoughts? How many of you guys think horribly about people? How many of you guys think stuff that you're like, man, I should not say that? Think about that. How many of you guys hate people? How many of you guys curse people out in your mind? Jesus called that murder. Dude, if you, with your mouth, curse people out, you are a murderer according to Jesus Christ. If you spoke lustfully, if you're talking about girls and, and, and what you want to do with them at school, or guys, what you want to do with them at school, you've committed adultery according to Jesus. If you coveted after something that's not yours and you said, I want that, that's envy. If, you, if you've lied, all these things, slander, dude, according to that, you're guilty of death. You don't deserve life. You don't deserve heaven. You don't deserve it. All those things, you don't deserve it. But praise be to God, right, that it's so simple. All you do, right, it's a change of heart. You say, man, you realize what's wrong. You realize that you are a slanderer. You are a liar. You are a murderer. You're not so good as you thought you were. And you say, God changed my heart. And it says in the Bible, he will take your heart of stone, your hardened heart. And he'll make it soft as flesh. That means it's be able to respond to God. It's able to love people. And he'll put his spirit inside of you. 
You'll be able to live with God. You'll be able to be a Christian. And it all starts with your heart and out your mouth. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. As simple as that. God made it so simple. If you leave this place right now and you're still cussing up a storm and you're still lying and you're still slandering, why come back? Why come back? You're just covering up a dirty mug on the outside, but on the inside, right? You're still filthy. You're still filthy. I'm talking to you. Sorry, Elijah, I didn't just mean to point to you. But hey, if you felt that, feel it, bro, because I'm probably speaking the truth to you right now and you're not listening. But that's to everyone. That's to everyone. If you were to leave this place right now and you're still doing the same thing as you did before, your heart is still wicked. Your heart is still wicked. And if you're, if you're like, man, dude, I don't care what this guy said, fine, deal with it, right? That's not my fault. That's not Jesus' fault. It's you to blame because you love your sin. But to those who want a new heart and want to speak life over their schools, want to, want to preach the gospel and power and in truth and stop being so evil and wicked, you can come to the front and you can receive this new life. You can receive a new heart. I'm going to have my altar workers, Lawrence and, and Monica. Listen, guys, it's so serious because this is eternity. This is eternity. This isn't just a single moment, right, that you're just going to forget about tomorrow. Some of you guys are backslidden. Some of you guys, man, dude, you just got in an argument with your parents right after this, and you said you hate them. Some of you guys just made someone cry at school. I, I, I've seen it. And right now you are understanding why you are speaking this way and why you can't control it. And Jesus is ready to give you a new heart. A heart that will listen to him. A heart that will obey him. So I'm going to pray. And if you want to come up here and you want to say this for the first time, Lawrence will help you. Monica will help you. If you want to declare to the Lord, right, with your mouth and in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you can come to them. And if you want to get right before Jesus, you can come to the altar. But I'm going to pray us out, and then you guys can spend your time with Jesus and get saved. Or get it renewed. Get a new heart. Lord God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for speaking to the youth. Lord, I pray, God, that you would, Lord, you would give them a new heart, Lord, that they would realize, Jesus, that the reason why they're speaking so wrong, the way they're not, the reason why they're not glorifying you with their lips, Lord, that the reason why they, on church, they, they worship you with these songs, but at home and at school, they curse you and they curse everyone else, is because they're far from you, God, and they don't know you, Jesus. Help them realize that, God. Help them speak to them. Convict their heart, Lord. Everyone in here, Lord. I pray for the people that, that God, are struggling with what they say, God, that you would give them assurance that they're Savior. You would speak to them and, and change them, renew them in their mind, God. I pray for the minds of this place, Lord, to be changed, Lord, to for them to have the mind of Christ, for them to grow in you, Lord, to know you more, God. Lord, I pray that you would, even as they leave, remind them of this word. Remind them, God. Let them consider what they're going to say before they say it. Empower them to preach the gospel, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen.